Hi guys, R1S here with Fight to Finish Podcast. My name is R1S. Did I say that twice already? Yeah. <laughs> well, this is our inaugural episode. Uh, after the intro, you'll hear us call it something else. But that was a little bit of an impromptu name. Uh, turns out that's already taken for a podcast. So official name is Fight to Finish Podcast. Um, I sit down with my wife, Cece, who is my co-host for this podcast. And we get to know her a little bit more. So thank you for taking a chance on this podcast and listening. And we hope you guys subscribe. All right, guys. Um, I don't know what to. All right, guys. My name is. Uh, what do I do? How do Wait, I just stop it? Why? You can cut. I can cut it out later. <laughs> okay. What I mean. Okay. So what are we gonna say? Hold on. I'm trying. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, welcome to our podcast. My name is Arwen S, and this is CCG. Um, right now, running title is gonna be Apartment One. Oh, wait. Okay. What, what did you think it was going to be? I thought last time we talked about it being fit and fluffy. We could say. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wait. Right. No, sorry. That was our pending name. <laughs> Pending name. <laughs> fit and fluffy. Guess which one I am. <laughs> For those... Uh, yeah, he's definitely fit. <laughs> no, I'm definitely fluffy. Um, so the kind of the reason why we wanted to do this podcast, at least this format of it, is just because uh, I think, you know, uh, by the way, Cece and I are married. Um my wife and I, we, we tend to have very interesting conversations. We have, between the both of us, as with any couple, um, have a lot of stories. Uh, but it's one of those things is when we have fairly funny conversations and it was proposed to us that maybe we should sit down and record it. And, and as a, not a, only of a record of our conversations that we can look upon in the past, in the future... Um, but you know, it's just something that people suggested and I, I thought it'd be a great format for us to kind of a bond as newlyweds for now and B, you know, just have a, you know, a record of, uh, the funny conversations we have in, uh, for the future. So this is our podcast. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, uh, I guess we should talk about a little bit of history of us. Yeah. So we met 2015. Oh, I thought we say 20 years ago. I was like, wait, you ain't even that old, girl. Like, damn. Get out of here. I am that old. <laughs> Much older than that. But, um, uh, yeah, we met in 2015 um, at a GoRick event. For those of you that don't know what GoRick is, uh, it's basically you pay to be tortured. Um, I think that's a good way to describe it. Yeah, pretty much. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, so we went, we did a GoRick event, and, uh, Man, that was a. It was a custom event. Our friend Steven um, organized it. It's called NordCal 001. It was uh, Viking themed. Um, and Arwen uh, actually was staring at my butt. I, the way that I like to <laughs> put it is um, she's, she's missing a lot of key details here. I think um, that was the biggest detail. <laughs> <laughs> um, it it was a like she said it was a custom go rec event so typically they have a, a somewhat uh, different format and um, at the time I, I I'm what they would call it a, a seasoned GRT so I've done many events at that time. Okay, how many have you done? Uh, I don't know. I lost count. He lost count after like what twenty thirty. It's not as high as like Daytona, but it, okay. It, Daytona does one like every weekend. Yeah, he still does one every weekend. <laughs> Um, but anyways, uh, he organized a custom rug, which meant that mm-hmm. he organized a big party of friends from from that he knew. So it was like the end. You know, I was living not in the Bay. <laughs> what is that? Uh, I think that's coffee. I don't know. Someone just farted. <laughs> <laughs> so um, anyways, uh, turns out. You know, the custom was in San Jose. Sorry, not San Jose. Sa- mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Sunnyvale. Santa Clara. Well, Sun- it started Sunnyvale. in Sunnyvale, went through Santa Clara. Yeah. Ended at uh, Sunnyvale. Uh, lo and behold, she didn't have to travel far while I had to get up at 3 in the morning just to make it. <laughs> make it. Uh, we actually live in the same area that we ruck um, that day. But anyways, so 
like she was describing that you get paid to get uh, you pay to get tortured for the most part like go through PT and carry heavy, heavy stuff so everyone is required to carry some sort of weight in, in a backpack um, a rug um, and so I don't know how many hours into the event this was I had a poopy face on my I had a poofy, poopy face on because I was tired I had woken up at 3 in the morning driven all the way to the bay and then put through some PT and um, so uh, we were in some sort of dirty ass creek Basically, along if you're from this area, the Santomas River, or like along Santomas, and um, gross, it's nasty. Pre, it's pretty nasty, and but it's okay because we had already just been through like we had walked through like this water that had a bunch of duck poop in it, so we yeah. all smelled like crap. We anyways, like, like literally, crap. literally smelled like crap. And um, yeah, so I wasn't, you know, I wasn't really the happiest person at the moment. But then, lo and behold, I see this. This angel comes out of nowhere. <laughs> okay. I see this tiny little girl carrying at least 20 pounds in, in her bag, um, minus the food, minus whatever stuff she, whatever, but a minimum of 20 pounds. And then on top of that, she's got an 80 pound sandbag she's carrying on her shoulders. And she's just casually talking to a friend. And um, yeah, naturally, I stare at her ass for a little bit. I'm like, mm, all right. So I. <laughs> But I also don't want her to give me the 80s pound sandbag. <laughs> so I strike up a quick conversation. And then before she can try to, before, I don't know if she was ever going to ask me. To, I'm not to a little care, bitch. I wasn't going to ask wow. her to take my, my weight. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And before, before she could say, hey, can, you know, before I try to take the sandbag away from her, I walked away. <laughs> but I did start up the conversation there. And, uh. After the event, we all tried to eat. Uh, we all enjoyed a meal together, and I happened to be sitting at the same table she was. And, uh, yeah, she was getting hit on by somebody else. And, uh, Who? Oh, I know. Not, we can't say their name, because how about if he <laughs> listens to this? He can listen. <laughs> but he, I didn't know at the time that I was being hit on. Oh, yeah, I was just enjoying my meal. And I was like, well, oh, I meant is, by either you or the other wow. guy. Wow. Anyways, a long, a long story short, um, I butt into said conversation, and uh, yeah, we haven't stopped talking since. Okay, to be fair, I also wasn't like really talking to you because I thought you liked my sister, who, by the way, was also there. <laughs> so, you know, I, I was a little surprised when he texted, like he messaged me on Facebook the next day, and I was like, "What? <laughs> the guy that was hitting on my sister?" <laughs> And you're like, hell, yeah. Um, long story, not long story short, but prior to this, I think, you know, what's interesting about our particular case is that from her view, she's kinda, she was kind of done, not done, but she had given up with the dating scene. Yeah, I just didn't care. I wasn't, I was just like, you know what? Forget dating, forget men. They're just, ugh. Oh. She was going gay, guys. I was not going gay. She switched sides. Yeah, and then I found Arwen, and uh, I was like, yeah, I'm definitely... I converted her. I converted her. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I definitely want women. <laughs> Confirmed. <laughs> um, no, but uh, I was just, like, over, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to show up to this event. I'm just going to have fun. I'm not going to worry about, like, meeting anyone or whatever, like... And, and for me, on my end, um, I had a string of bad experiences not horrible but very interesting which we'll probably get into maybe in this episode and yeah (laughs) (laughs) and well we'll talk about them but what's interesting is that one of her early go work events i was at with said early experiences um and you know the the circle of friends that we had it seemed like essentially we skirted around seeing each other or meeting each other until we did so I think, you know. like, we both did the... Our first Spartan race was... The same Spartan the race. The same we, Spartan race. I think we just were, like... Our heat times were, like, oh, an yeah, hour yeah. apart. Or yeah, something. or something like that. And we it was very likely that we had cross paths. We just obviously didn't know each other, you know, knew of each other or whatever. Yeah. So it was one of those things. It was eventually... I like to think now, uh, looking upon it, as we're married, is that we we would eventually have meet, met in some way. Like, our paths kept well, crossing, think, just like in a sitcom. It's like, 
it's like, oh my God, they almost sweat. Yeah, oh my are, God, yeah, they yeah, almost yeah, sweat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I think we actually met at exactly the right time because we were both like single and whoa. Okay. Ready Lines are, this place is haunted. No, I think it's just because it's timed. Seven o'clock. It's probably That's creepy, but I kind of like it. It's nice. It's a nice view. Um, we are at, well, I'm not going to say where we're at. We're somewhere. We're at a, a technology-infested um, building, and <laughs> these automated blinds just opened. Yeah. That's very pretty, though. What yeah, you're saying? It's a good view. Uh, but yeah, I just think that it was like, like, we almost met a bunch of times, but I think every time that we almost met, um, we were either like seeing someone, or it's just like, it just wouldn't have like been anything. Um, it just wasn't the right time, but when we met, I think it was the... It was, like, perfect timing. Yeah. I think, think so. And a little bit of background behind us, and it's probably, be, you'll get to know us a little bit more, is that um, for the longest time, CC worked in retail, and I also worked in retail. I used to work for, I don't know if we should say it, uh, a big blue box technology retailer. <laughs> Let's put it that way. And CC, what would you say? Where did you work for, like, 10 years and manage for 10 years? Uh, I'll just go ahead and say it. Uh, I worked at Starbucks for 10 years. Um <laughs> You know, from the customer's point of view, it seems like a great place to work. Um, as a student, it is. But once you graduate from college, it gets old really fast. Um, and for anyone out there that works at Starbucks, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, good luck. I know customers are crazy, but honestly, it's just so much more than that. Um, it's just the company itself. Um, there's really no support. Um, and... Your manager will make or break sure. your experience there. Sure. Um, which, I mean, I guess is true for any company, but um, honestly, just the the job I work in now is high stress. We deal with a lot of um, sensitive situations. Um, just background, I work in security. Um, but not, not not actual. I'm not a security op- officer, but it's a lot of uh, responding to incidents and it's incident response, um, threat assessments, like that sort of thing. Um, but it is high stress, but it is so mellow compared to what I had to deal with at Starbucks. Like <laughs> I, when I came to this field, I was like, "Wow, this is like mellow compared to working the rush at Starbucks." So. Yes, if you go to Starbucks, please be nice to the baristas. So this is a new segment <laughs> of the podcast I'd like to bring up, and we call it Bitter Barista. <laughs> Bitter Barista. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. the holidays are coming up. So what were your? Uh, yeah, what what were your favorite things about? So I holiday? loved. That was like the best time to work at Starbucks was during Christmas, but it was also the worst time. Why? Because. It was the best because they have, like, the best merchandise. They have the best coffee. Like, really, if you've never tried Christmas Bond Espresso Roast, amazing. Uh, you need to try that. Um, Plain black with a little bit of cream. That's me. <laughs> um, <I saw. laughs> and if you go into the stores, everything's red. It's all cheerful. Um, they have the nog. The nog. She just offered. By the way, it's seven, like seven o'clock in the morning when we're recording this. She just offered me nog. Yeah. Why would you not try oh, okay. nog right, at right, seven right. in the morning? Okay, it's fine. okay. So the, the like nog. We're in the middle Star- of November. It's time for nog. 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 <laughs> in uh, Starbucks. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, you know, like you have eggnog like they have amazing pastries if you've never tried a cranberry bliss bar you should try it but only one because i swear that stuff will stick with you for like the rest of the year um really sweet did people try to people tipped better tip well did they also try to steal more did did they increase did you see increased traffic into any of your stores so the thing is is that of course with opportunity there's crime right Sure. So, of course, we had people coming in trying to, like, scam us. But you see the same scams at, like, all all the stores. You know, people coming in and saying, like, oh, you know, I purchased this tumbler and I don't like it, so I want to return it. Okay, do you have a receipt? No, I don't. 
but but I purchased it here. Okay, when did you purchase it? And I was literally like that asshole barista that would sit there and look through every single transaction, even though I know that they're lying. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, nope, there's no record of your transaction here. You're going to have to go to the you store. You just kind of want to entertain them to... Yeah, just then, make it seem so like I actually that, care. So that plane could go high as they can fly, and then you shoot it down. Yep. And I'm just like, yeah, I know you're lying to me right now. Um, and it was always like the same, like people and you would see them at this like they would do the same thing at like every store in the area maybe maybe it's not this maybe this is an old question now because you know with mobile orders and 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 what starbucks baristas are doing now but did you purposely misspell people's names on the cups no you sure I'm sure I would not. Okay, I mean, maybe if you were a dick. Okay, so if, like, if you were a jerk, then I would just it was like very passive aggressive. Like, yeah, I'm so my sorry. Is, my yeah. name is Richard, not Dick. Why did you put Dick on the cup? <laughs> no, I never did that. But like, um, no. But I would honestly try to like spell people's names correctly. It's just like, I'm sorry, but if you have like ten letters in your name and you spell it really quickly, and then you're a dick about how. It's okay. It's spelled, you know, like I ask you to repeat it because you're just like, oh yeah, it's A C D B. I'm like, okay, I caught like the first three letters. Can you it's slower? Um, and then you were a dick about it. Be like, yeah, okay, now good luck. <laughs> good luck finding your beverage. <laughs> I, I used to work at, um, I'm just gonna almost say it, but the big blue box. And, and one technique I remember using mm-hmm. a lot, and I still kind of use it throughout these days now, is um, I'll, if I've, I'll always ask for their name in the beginning of the conversation. And then during later, when, when I'm about to close the sale, I would um, ask them their name like, to spell their name. And I remember one time, <laughs> the great conversation, the guy ended up buying something. But I was like, oh, I'm sorry, how did you spell your name again? So, so far I can reference, you know, whatever. And he goes, B-O-B? I was like, oh, yeah, the, uh, you know, people spell it differently. <laughs> I was like, I'm retarded. Why did I come up with that line? <laughs> I was like, okay. He looked, He knew that I forgot his name. So I was like, oh, I got caught in the lie, whatever. That's funny. But um, in terms of how do people get free shit at Starbucks from uh, one barista to the general public? Oh, man. Um, like, what's one key way of getting free stuff at Starbucks besides the stealing? The best way to get free stuff at Starbucks? Um, be nice. <laughs> like, honestly, be nice. Like these people deal with dicks every single day. And not that all customers are assholes. It's just that when you come across go along. Yeah, like when you come across like the jerks. And honestly, like a lot of people, honestly, they just don't they don't even talk to you. Like they just come in, they order, they leave. And it's fine. It's we do that now. It's not like (laughs) we can do that. Yeah, I mean it's not like bad or good. Um you're just a customer, they're probably not gonna remember you if Laundry's done. Um, we can pause this, but go ahead. They're not, you know, that barista's probably not going to remember you. Um, they might. Some of them are really good about remembering, like, every single person that walks into the store. Um, but if you want free stuff, be nice. Ask them how their day is going, you know. Like, they're going to ask you, like, hey, how's it going? How's your day so far? Blah, blah, blah. You know, just do the customer service thing. But the ones that really stand out are the ones that, like, ask you, how's your day going? How was your holiday? Um so, okay. honestly, that's like the easiest way to get free. <clears throat> I do have a follow-up question, but we'll, we'll jump cut. Um, so we are uh, doing our laundry because you know we live in an apartment. Unfortunately, that charges for laundry, um, and CC's current job has free laundry services, so we're utilizing that at the moment. Uh, so what we'll do is uh, take a quick break, and then we'll jump cut right into the next question. And we are back. Sorry about that. That took us a little bit yeah. to wait for the these dryers tend to be. I'm sure, you guys were just paused that the podcast yeah. and you know pretended like we left. And now, after about what ten minutes, now you're starting the podcast again. So, well, they they won't <laughs> notice anything. It'll just be a jump cut. <laughs> Anyways, so the question I had. Um. I think yesterday I was watching this, um, I'd shared with you this, um, comedian, comedian. this comedian who was, uh, a, be- a part, apparently it's from like Canada cause you referenced Tim Hortons and most people that reference Tim Hortons are either Canadian or live in the New England area, like near the border or whatever. Anyways, uh, her, part of her bit was that, um, 
you know, she caught the pumpkin spice bandit. Somebody who would steal. Uh, did you have any experiences like that? Oh, yeah. I mean, people used to try to steal stuff all the time. Um, just grabbing people's beverages. And I mean, like, sometimes, I mean, we did have people that, like, would actually just walk in, pretend like they're waiting for a beverage, and then take food or, or oh, a drink really? or whatever. But it, it's not something that happened a lot, at least not, like, in, like, where I work. Um... I think we got a lot more scammers than anything. Um, oh, people tried this. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we... So, one of the common scams was say that the barista made the beverage without soy. And they would oh, choose, God. like... And they're like, well, I'm allergic to dairy, so I was in the hospital, and now I need a gift card with the value <laughs> of... Um, Four venti green tea frappuccinos made with soy. Very specific. Um, or, you know, or it was uh, sometimes they say caramel frappuccinos with extra caramel. And, you know, I would just kind of laugh and be like, well, you do realize that caramel sauce has dairy in it. So even if you make it with soy, if you're allergic to dairy, that will kill you. So kind of having struggling here to understand how um, <laughs> you're able to have a soy caramel frappuccino and not have a reaction to the um, dairy and the caramel. So. Um, it's just funny, funny little things like that. Um, I don't know. Um, you Did didn't you have really a lot of transients stay in uh, your store because I noticed that a lot. Of people... So when you go up into the city, you're going to see a lot more transients. Um, in the stores that I worked at, we had our regulars, and I mean those transients for the most part they were good. They never really bothered anyone. Um, they just wanted like a warm place to kind of hang out, especially during the winter or like a cool place to hang out during the summer. Um, and I mean, at Starbucks, they had a policy where you didn't have to purchase a beverage or a food item to be able to hang out there. Like anyone can just come in and hang out. So as long as they didn't disrupt anyone, it was fine. Um, you know, just the same as if a businessman came in just to work on his business, um, you know, we wouldn't kick out a transient for just sitting there the same way a business would, would sit there. So mm -hmm. it, it, it was very much like treating everyone the same. And um, oh, that's good. Um, so. Do you go in? I noticed that when we go into Starbucks now, Cece's kind of judgy. Oh, I'm super judgy. Yeah. Just, in <laughs> just in general, she's just very judgy. Well, it's, I mean, after working there for 10 years, you just know like how it's supposed to look and, you know, and I, I struggle because sometimes like I see that like the condiment bar isn't stacked. Or stocked and like. By the, the way, sometimes it's, it's not clean, and so yeah, like sometimes she'll actually go clean it. We're sitting yeah. down, and she'll go clean it, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" And I know like where they keep the supplies, and so like I really struggle to like not open up the cabinets and just start restocking the sugars okay. and stuff. Someone that hate, <laughs> doesn't like working there. You know what? It's hard to break habits. Okay. <laughs> it's been ingrained in you for like. What? It has for ten uh -huh. years. Ten years. But you haven't been working in retail. In PTSD. Life. <laughs> you haven't worked in retail in how many years now? Uh, four, four, yeah. four years. Well, a little less than four. Three and a half. Mm -hmm. Three and a half years. So she worked in retail. You know, Starbucks is, no matter what way you cut it, for 10 years. She managed for how long? As a manager or some sort of manager? Uh, well, so as an assistant manager and as a manager, it was a total of, I think, four years. Okay. And then before that, I was a shift supervisor. Okay. But that wasn't really like... Yeah, managing yeah, yeah. the store that was a little bit different but yeah i worked at a big blue box for eight years yeah we well we'll get into those stories later that could be a whole series in itself too just the so i know that i talk a lot of crap about starbucks but i do have to admit that after all this like all the experiences through starbucks like i did learn a lot and so i'm not saying like you shouldn't work at starbucks like oh, it's I a good first job and it's not a forever job. I just don't. Yeah. I mean, you you have to be a certain type of person to make <laughs> to, to make Starbucks your career. Um, and for those of you that have been there for more than 10 years. Good for you. <laughs> I don't know how you do it. And I don't know. Like, it's really hard on the body, too. Like, you see a lot of people um, with injuries. They end up with carpal tunnel. Um, and there was like one brace. You she'd have been there. carpal tunnel. I have carpal tunnel. You have a little bit of arthritis? No, I have arthritis. Yeah. Um, yeah. By so. the way, she's uh, very, very relatively young. Um, so in terms of having worked there for, you know, we can't go bowling. And me as a Filipino. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I mean, we can bowl. It's just you know, <laughs> I well, tap I out. I, I tap out a lot sooner than he does, um, <laughs> just because of like the issues with my wrist. But um, yeah, I mean, it's and unfortunately, like they do. So not to say that Starbucks doesn't like have resources for you to learn how to not get injured and you know they talk about like repetitive stress injury and all that but honestly as a barista like I never really understood like the importance of that and I don't think that that they stress it enough um and like even like picking up box and stuff I saw a lot of injuries from people not being strong enough to um lift up some of the boxes that that were like just box it's just like a box full of like paper cups but it weighs it's not super light it does yeah. weigh some and so yeah. like you see people throwing their backs out and i remember like before i started working out like people used to tell me all the time like oh you're lifting with your back and i'm like no i'm lifting with my legs but i honestly i didn't like i had no idea no one had ever taught me how to lift i saw the little figure and i thought i was doing it just like the guy in the picture but so now you as a fitness part-time fitness coach because she is you are uh, i'm a crossfit coach yeah CrossFit I, coach yeah here at your work um part-time as a uh employee, yeah, employee to employee, employee. <laughs> <laughs> coach um were you lifting with your uh i honestly don't know like i can't remember pro i mean i think i most likely was I doing it that, wrong if people were like you know pointing what? it out but so to to and i'm not a coach um but you know, I, I do like to think that I have a good foundation in terms of uh, working out compared to, let's say, my coworkers. I work in an office environment a lot of times, and in my office environment, it's uh, the make the general makeup is of uh, a lot more older people. I am definitely in the minority of uh, the youth <laughs> in the office, so every time they're not used to the speed that I do things, especially if it's physical labor, um, like picking up a box or picking up product um i remember one time someone and i get i'm pretty sure you're gonna guess who it is um was like oh my god are you you have to lift with your 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 oh. legs not your <laughs> your arwen you i was like well you can barely lift yourself off the floor like i should not be take I, I what you're saying is not invalid but i'm not gonna take advice from a person that's you know fitness advice from a person that literally prides himself in being lethargic yeah. And it's yeah. like, you know, get out of here. Like, I get it. Well, and, you know, I have just being in, being <laughs> as athletic, I guess. I'm trying to think of, like, how to word this. but like, way possible. <laughs> so, like, oh, God. What's funny is, like, everyone, not everyone, sorry, a lot of people mm-hmm. that I come across, like, as soon as, like, um, they hear that I work out, they want to give you, like, fitness advice. Mm-hmm. Um and they shut up pretty quickly as soon as I say I'm a coach. Um, and they're just like, oh, okay, you're an expert. And what's funny is, like, I used to think that, like, all coaches were, like, like expert. They're not. Um, I think that there's some really good coaches out there. Um, but I think that there's also coaches out there that don't know, like, what the heck they're doing. Um, but everyone has, like, a strength. And they're good at, like certain things and i think it's about finding like the right coach but um you know but i think that like it's it's also important to like know that like just because like someone's not a coach it doesn't mean like that they don't know sure sure and 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 but i i don't want to knock the people that that are not officially coaches that do a good job that that help inspire somebody because um for me a a little background on me, I, uh, prior to my quote-unquote fitness journey and, and go-rug journey and whatever now new journey, um, I used to be, I'm still big. You're not that big. Uh, now, but I, you know, I used to be fairly, fairly over, over overweight. And, um, How much did you weigh? 300 plus. Enough to be able to have food on my belly and, and a drink while I play video games. <laughs> like, I remember that vividly. But anyways, like I was fairly over, overweight and, you know, uh, shout out to Metholomus, San. Uh, I will shrink. I don't know if that's your, still your thing, but now I think he's bodybuilding. But he's still not an officially licensed coach. But he was always one of those guys out, out of the, the, the friend group that was 
uh, fairly fit, and he invited me to do daily morning workouts with him. And um, he, he helped inspire me. And, and now that I look upon it, he gave me a good foundation. Would you not agree with seeing how I lift now as, uh, with my lifting? Like, I, do you, would you agree that I have a fairly good understanding of how to do a proper, like, uh, I want to say powerlifting? I mean, not just powerlifting, but I think even with, like, Olympic lifting, like, you, I mean, <laughs> you've been doing CrossFit for how many weeks? A mo- over a month? Wow, you said weeks. You make it sound, like, so minuscule. It's been, like, over a month, asshole. Okay, it's been, like, five weeks. Because... Oh, <laughs> she's, she's so, she's so weeks. You made it sound like, okay, whatever. No, because think about it. Okay, because, so, Arwen started... No, it's been a few months. You're right, you're right. Because you did your onboarding, like, back in... August. August, yeah. just in time so we could go do CrossFit in, when we went to uh, Arwen's brother's um, wedding. wedding in Vegas. Um, <laughs> yeah, like five weeks. So, like so, but consistently, though, like yeah. you've been doing it for but, like but for a say, little over a month. But and you, after what, like a month or so of doing CrossFit, like he did the CrossFit Open, and eh, you did pretty well. I mean, you RXed at least one of the workouts, which is great. Out of five, I did four workouts and I RX one. So I mean, you know, whatever. Yeah, he but, missed, he missed but, the first workout. Get, to, to round back, not to cut you off, sorry, babe. You know, to round back to my point here is like, you know, that's not to say that that's not to take away credit from people who help inspire and help motivate people. Because, you know, definitely without meth as a coach, even though he's like not certified, um, I definitely do think there's a lot of good coaches out there that are licensed and non-licensed. It's just about like what CC was saying. You got to or what she's going to say is is find the right one that works for you, because there's definitely a lot of bad licensed and overpriced coaches coaches out there right and you had have had fairly bad experiences yeah i mean and you have a good one you have an excellent one now shout out to yeah you want to give a shout out to your well so uh, so first i'm going to say i'm not going to talk about my bad experiences because yeah let's not talk about um that. i don't i don't want to you know like this is their hustle and like it yeah, just yeah, wasn't yeah. right for me um but i do have a really good coach now thanks coach sean um he really like changed the way not just the way that i move but like whoa what stop (laughs) calm your tits um but honestly it was just like it wasn't just like the way that i move but like the way that like i view the workouts and like like honestly like mentally like i've changed over like this year oh i've been working with sean so i started working with sean like in the new year um it wasn't a New Year's resolution. First, let's start there. It was not a New Year's resolution. Um, I think it was, like, last November. I was, like, you know, like, I really... It was just one of those things where I was, like, I've always wanted to try CrossFit, but, like, I just don't know how to do the Olympic lifting. I was, like, I'm scared about getting hurt. I've been, like, I've gotten hurt so much um, in my fitness journey, and, like, I have a messed up um, left shoulder. It's, I have two torn rotator cuffs. Um, just just a lot a lot of injuries from um not moving correctly and so you know i didn't that was one thing that scared me about weightlifting was getting injured um and like you know blowing out my shoulder and you know being out for however many months um and so i decided okay i'm I'm just gonna you know i was like i'm gonna start taking this art class that was my new year's resolution was you know learn how to draw um, and so I signed up for an art class in the new year and I was like, well, you know what? Like I have some time between work and this art class. Like I might as well just work with like a personal trainer, learn how to do, um, these Olympic lifting movements. And then, um, you know, once the art class is over and I've already learned these movements, then great. Then I'll stop working with my trainer and then I'll just do CrossFit. Um, and then, uh, you know, I did my art class and I learned how to draw and it's hard and anyone who knows how to draw really well like props to you because it is really hard um and i don't really draw anymore but i I am still lifting and i'm still working with coach sean um and i worked with him for about from like january until about may doing um olympic lifting and just learning the lifts and um in may i decided to to join the crossfit class here at work and um you know, I started doing that. And then in July, I, I went for my CrossFit level one. <laughs> um, 
So, so just to kind of follow up. So your initial intention was to just, what was your initial intention of working out, having a coach? Oh, just to learn so you, how you, to do a clean and jerk and a snatch. Uh, so, so Sean, without oh, getting Sean, injured. So, Sean, if you're listening to this, know that she was going to drop you after you uh, taught her those lifts. Yeah, I was. I had every. I mean, it even you says, had every intention. <laughs> had every intention of just doing personal training long enough um, until like my art class was done. So I think it was so, like ten weeks. So ten weeks, she was going to drop you, bro. And so now I was, <laughs> I'll be honest. And it even says that like, I had to fill out a form saying like, if I wanted long-term well, or short-term well, I mean, training and, 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 so and now, I chose short-term, I like, I really only had to so catch up like 10 becoming weeks. A long, long-term I think we're almost a year in. Okay. So yeah, so, I'd say it's long-term. So in terms of, <laughs> you know, uh, I mean, that's a testament to his coaching and your aptitude to learning, right? You like, I think you were uh, right before I cut you off, you were talking about, uh, going from, you know, trainer and, 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 you know, client to getting interested into CrossFit, becoming a coach yourself, yep, um, into now leading your own uh, workouts, right? And implement right. So now you don't have clients, but you have people that look forward to your classes, and this is all in the span of within this year. Yeah. So I've been coaching. Uh, I've been coaching the CrossFit classes. I mean, I have like one every week and then I pick up um, classes here and there wherever they need people. But uh, I've been doing it since I want to say like August. Yeah, yeah, since we got married. By the way, we got married in September. September. Yeah, so uh, I've been coaching since August. Um, and I mean, do you, do you enjoy it? That's a better question. Uh, I do enjoy it. I think not like coaching itself is okay i think what's fun is seeing people progress and okay. seeing them get okay. better like so, that's the fun part um, i think that's what makes a good coach because it's now not now it's you're inspiring the next person like you're inspiring the next arwen or whatever to to get better yeah or to hopefully one day um hopefully one day get um get fit yeah But yeah, but yeah, but, um, I think like, I think, so I worked with, I was going to drop Sean after 10 weeks. Sorry, Sean. Um, but, uh, after what well, I got my first pull up, pull up after working with him for three months. So that was one of your goals is to get a pull up, to get a pull up. Um, and by the way, and I'd, wor- I'd worked with a lot, a lot of coaches so to, to try this, to get that pull up. This is not something new. And, and, and for you, those of you that can do pull ups, some people struggle. And I remember not being able to do my first pull-up. And, and it is a complicated movement to to cycle or, or to string together, right? Um, I think with, um, you know, that, that, that's just to put that out there. So don't judge. She has been she was working on it for a long time. And, a long And so that time. was, I guess, I do Years. remember that was one of her goals. Like she put it on. So backstory, we have a, a whiteboard. Um, long before Can't Hurt Me. Um before we read it or the book came out, we 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 had uh, a whiteboard, a whiteboard yeah. in our in our in our room. That uh, it's not a resolution, but it's just goals that we we write down that we want to achieve, right? And at the beginning of the year, you said find a new gym because you're currently no. Not- that was like in November. It was actually like right before David Goggins um, oh, released okay. his book. But but um, we still, we which still- is funny because like I wrote all my goals out and then like I read his book and I was just like I'm so inspired. <laughs> That's another thing we can talk about. But, you know, we I do remember vividly you wrote on there, you know, find a new gym, find a new um, – or, or get a pull-up. That was one of your yeah, goals. Yeah, one of my goals was get my first – get one pull-up. Yeah, but go ahead. You were saying now about your pull-up. That, that was one of your goals. With so so the thing is, is, like, I wanted to get pull-ups ever since, like, I started my fitness journey, which was – I don't even – how many years ago? It was back when I was at the Academy of Self-Defense. Um, Oops. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, oops. It's just that's what I wanted. It's yeah. just there's reasons why I didn't get it when I was there. Um, we can get into that later, but um, excuse me. After I left ASD, um, I went to UFC gym. Um, couldn't get it. Worked with different coaches. Couldn't get it. Um, you know, and and 
it just the way that it had been explained to me was just like um you know i spent like an hour working on machines just to get one pull up and i was like this is not worth it like how is it that people can get like i don't have time to spend an hour to work out muscles just for one pull up um you know and then i started working with coach sean and through um honestly like just doing um olympic weightlifting it does activate a lot of if you're doing it correctly um you are activating those lats and um you know we did like overhead squats which one of the hardest things i've ever had to do overhead squats snatches but this is really hard um but like all of these movements that he was having me do um really helped build up that strength and i, I wasn't like spending an hour on machines i was like learning these different skills that were also helping me get that strength that i needed for that first pull-up and not to say that we never worked on pull-ups like we did we would spend time um every session like working on pull-ups and then um i also outside of our sessions together and outside of um like my workouts i was also working on pull-ups um on my own um just like doing like what he taught me and just practicing and um it paid off after three months i got my first pull-up and i think now i'm up to five strict um, which is great working on my first muscle up um got my first banded muscle up yesterday that was awesome um we're using like a really light band so i think like Honestly, it was, what, 50, I think it's like a 15-pound band. And so, so, so for people that don't understand um, what, a, what a muscle-up is, um, and she's doing this with rings. You can do this with just a straight Well, bar. yesterday it was bar. I understand, but I'm just trying to give people context. Yeah. That, so you can do this with bar or, or with a, uh, rings, but um, what you're doing is basically coming up from a pull-up, pulling yourself up above the uh, hanging like if it was a uh, a dead hang pull up, doing the pull up and then pressing up. So your 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 torso is effectively over the bar. So going from a dead hang to uh, pressing um, yourself all the way up. So that's basically what a muscle up is. And well, she, that's a strict muscle up. So I was doing kipping yesterday. Correct, correct. Well, I'm just again. I'm, just so people aren't confused. Well, okay, then if they're if, if you want to say that, then explain what a kip is. You have to explain what a kip is. People, you have to understand, like, not everybody's going to have the fitness knowledge. So you, we have to assume, you know, we have to just describe it. So what is a kip? It's a swing where movement is generated from the shoulders. Um, and so basically, you're basically just like swinging, like, back and forth. You're using, um, you know, like, you're, you're popping your hip. It's hard to explain, like, without, like, saying. seeing it. I know. That's what I'm saying. So, so. So imagine with the strict muscle up, like, but now you're generating momentum with your your legs or part of your legs. It's a swing. Well, you're not mo- generating momentum with your legs. Hold on, what I'm trying to do? See now, this is Coach CC. Oh my God, I'm, I'm gonna kill him. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm trying to be descriptive for the people that are listening that don't understand. So you're generating a, a, a swinging motion um, to get over the bar. Um, you can also Google it, but at the same time, we're just trying to be descriptive. But anyways, you were doing banded muscle up, so you used a band. Mm-hmm. Um, you used a light band to to help assist you uh, to get in that to, to develop so, the movement. So yeah, so only- so honestly, like the band, what it really helps me with is like the band gives me a lot of feedback. So it tells me like when I'm in the right position to like swing back, pop my hip up. And then swing over sure. the bar. So that like that's really what the band was helping me with. It's it's not so much helping me with um, the strength piece. I have the sure. strength. It's just about learn like yeah. understanding what that movement feels like. Yeah, I understand. But it's also doing it at um, it's compensate compensate. It's allowing you to to concentrate on the movement by alleviating some of the the not body weight, but some of the the. Yeah, some of the body weight. Yeah, it does take off some of uh, my weight. Yeah. yeah, depending on in this case a light band. So you're mostly probably doing what 95 percent of your your weight. Well, how, how much was? So it I doing? think the band was like a fifteen pound band. Okay, so it was so, definitely ninety percent of your weight that you were already like that, carrying. Yeah. So, so that that's so. Um, so just to, to explain that, it's very long winded. We'll get better at this, guys. Promise. <laughs> we lost half of our audience during oh, yeah. the <laughs> muscle up piece. <laughs> 
Anyways, totally forgot what we were talking about. We were talking about, um, you, know, you were on your talking, glorifying Sean here. He's a good coach. Um, okay, what makes a good coach? That's a better question. What makes a good coach? Now that you've had a string of bad ones and a really good one, and you as a coach, what do you think makes a good coach? So I a think, coach, so I think one thing that's uh, a misconception is that a good coach is really knowledgeable. You do need knowledge. But knowledge alone is not what makes a good coach. Mm-hmm. If you, have, you can have all the knowledge in the world, but if you don't know how to explain it to your client um, and, 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 and have them understand... It re- like really that knowledge is useless. Um, I mean, it's great for you because now you can do all these things. Um, but um, if you can't explain it to your client in a way that it helps them understand and then they can replicate what, what you're explaining, then that knowledge is essentially useless to your client. Um, so I think having a coach, like, I, I don't know, like Sean was trying to explain the muscle up to me um, yesterday and he must have gone through like three or four different like ways of explaining it until I finally got it. Um, and I think that just, I mean, that comes one with experience, you know, he's taught these movements for so many years. And I think like he's seen, he's picked up different coaching cues and, um, ways to explain things. And so really under like figuring out what your client isn't understanding, like what is it about them that they're doing wrong and how can you explain it so that they can, fix so, it so now you as a coach have you implemented start to implement a lot of those things or you're adding your own flavor or you're just discri- disregarding it altogether so i have like my own little style of explaining things um still trying to figure out like my uh like how to explain things to people and still trying to figure out my we own know flow this. <laughs> stop <laughs> you know just trying to figure out my own flow um it's it's tough like um that's why i say like i had bad experiences with coaches but that doesn't mean that they're bad coaches they just weren't the right coach for me um the way that they explain things unfortunately just didn't make sense to me i didn't get the the results that i wanted um but other people saw really great results with them so i just think they just weren't the right coach for me and I came across coach sean and he's just super knowledgeable really good at explaining things ridiculously patient <laughs> he's a saint guys i feel his pain every day <laughs> he only works with her for an hour every week yeah, for it's the true. rest of my life yeah i get sassy with him sometimes he just i don't know, I don't know why he puts up with me oh because i pay him that's why <laughs> yeah so you want to pay me too no i don't want to pay oh, you <laughs> get away from me you know what i pay you in other ways <laughs> um what does that mean you're, you're about to be not paid anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, um, you know, it's, I definitely like look at the way that like Sean coaches people and like I try to implement some of that myself and like, like take what works, what works and I try to do it myself, but the way that he explains things doesn't always, isn't always like, when I try to explain in the same way, it doesn't always translate sure. well. So it's just about like finding my own flow and, um, you know, uh, yeah. I mean, it's like I said, I've only been coaching CrossFit for a like a month or two since mm-hmm. August, so a couple since months. Got, so yeah, almost almost three months. Yeah, just a few months. So um, I had have a long journey ahead of me before I can even. So get this is something you want you want to continue to do. Yeah, I mean. See, I've been saying this since the beginning that she oh should become God, a get coach. Get out of here! Um, but is it, is it not true? It's not true. <laughs> you know it's damn true. What was your number one reason that you didn't want to become a coach? I don't know what was my number one reason. You hate people. I do hate people. So if you guys are in her CrossFit class, she hates you. <laughs> She's judgy. It's anything that no. we learned from her today, guys. It's, she judges. She hates people. But she likes to inspire people. So it's one of those cast no, 22s. I, she I, wants I, to inspire you so she can judge you. That's stop. basically <laughs> No, I mean, I, 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 like, I like the people in my CrossFit class. You know, I do like the people that I coach with. I just, the general public. And I think that comes from working at Starbucks where I would get yelled at all the time. Um, just for the most ridiculous things. 
Um, it's just, yeah. I guess I hate needy people is more. But she's the neediest person of that I know. I am. So she, she looks in the mirror and says, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. No, I'm like, you are amazing. Arwen hates you, though. You are a piece of shit. No. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> so apparently Arwen thinks I'm a piece of shit. I think no. we've learned this today. <laughs> he hates me and he thinks I'm a piece of shit. Thanks, no. babe. I love now you. I know the You're truth. You're the piece of shit that I love. <laughs> like I said, he thinks I'm a piece of shit. Thanks, babe. Mm. But yeah, no, I I don't know. I like the people that I work with. Um, honestly, if, if I don't like you, I'm just not going to pay attention to you. Like, I'm just going to stay away from you. Like, that's just, that's just how I am. Like, um... I don't like to waste my own time, so I just, mm -hmm. I don't, I do not waste my own time. So, um, I think that's how you'll know if I like you or not, <laughs> if I want to hang out with you or not. Like if you're constantly like, oh, we should hang out. I'm just like, yeah, no, you'll know. <laughs> Sorry. So for, to all her so friends all out of there, yeah. of you that are listening to this, still waiting on a reply. <laughs> still waiting on reply. She's the type of person that read, um, this leaves is it my, on red. This is a <laughs> <laughs> it's red. Spish didn't even text me back. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, uh, if my head doesn't pop yeah, off, then I never read it. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Well, I think we're running up to 50 minutes. I think this is a good time to stop. So, uh, well, that that is you know maybe. So you guys got to know Cece. <laughs> Basically, I interviewed her. Uh, but yeah, this is kind of like a, a the new thing for us that we want to try. They got to know you too. Oh, yeah. You were overweight. Now oh, you're not. Wow. Nice how you just went straight to overweight. Could it have been the go ruck thing? Could have been, you know, whatever. Just went straight to you were fat. You were fat. Now you're not. Fluffy. Remember how you wanted to call this fit and fluffy? Yeah. So that answers that. Which one she thinks is fit and which one's fluffy yeah like i said at the beginning i'm fluffy no we just got done talking about a long ass segment yeah, about that your you were <laughs> fat and now that you're not now that you're fit <laughs> all right we're gonna start ending this um so, God. <laughs> so yeah this is new for us so we're gonna try to make this a, a pretty good discipline thing so um yeah thanks for joining us uh, again my name is arwin s and this is ccg signing off we'll see you on the next one fit and fluffy <laughs> No. <laughs>